0: Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana. And today we are talking about Dead City, season one, episodes four and five. Renee is back to join me. Hi, Renee. How are you? I am great. How are you? I'm doing amazing. I'm so glad that we are talking about Dead City. It has been so exciting. And in the latest episode, in episode five, we saw this crazy looking walker that had multiple heads. It was infused together. It was so scary. And so it got me to thinking about other movie monsters. So I would love to know. And our question of the day is, what is the best movie monster
1: for you? Well, for me, I put Pennywise, which, you know, I guess he's more of a clown, but he turns into kind of a monster. But yeah, I think he, yeah, especially in the newer uh, movies, I think they did such a great job at making him very creepy. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I always think um, on Lord of the Rings, I always think of the Nazgul. I think they were such neat. Very interesting how they, you know, kind of, maybe not monsters necessarily, but they're pretty scary. (laughs) Yes.
0: There's so many great monsters. And for me, the first thing that I thought of was Xenomorph, if that Mm -hmm. is how you pronounce it. And that Mm -hmm. is the queen uh, in Alien, in all the Alien movies. So Mm -hmm. I just think when Ripley is fighting (laughs) her... That was one of my favorite scenes, actually. I love the whole series movies with aliens. So mm-hmm. yeah. I just think it's so cool when she's fighting it with that robot yeah. that, uh, mechanical thing that she's fighting with. So, And I also, th- uh, you know, I was looking at a list after mm-hmm. I thought about the question and King Kong was on there. And I thought, oh, he's my one of my favorites. Like, mm-hmm. I love him. And so I'm thinking he's not a monster. <laughs> And then I, as a kid, I remember the uh, creature from the Black Lagoon was, was scary to me. And also the blob. I was afraid yeah. of the blob.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was kind of, yeah, especially y- being younger. When that came out, it was like, what is this thing? <laughs> I know, exactly.
0: <laughs> and I was really little when I saw mm-hmm. that. And so I, I just saw this thing. I'm talking about the original one, that black and white one. And it mm-hmm. would ooze all yeah. over the place. It kept getting bigger and bigger as it <laughs> ate people. (laughs) So, I don't know. Okay, (laughs) friends out there, let us know what you think. What is the best movie monster? You can reach us on Twitter or Instagram at Screens in Focus. All social media links are on our website at screensinfocus.com and also in our show notes because we would love to hear from you. Okay, so I wanted to bring up the Walking Dead news before we dig into the episodes. And some premiere dates have come out. And so for The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, it's September 10th. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And then for Fear the Walking Dead, season eight, part two, Mm -hmm. October 22nd.
1: Yes. So I'll be right after the season finale of Daryl. The next week, we'll get the rest of Fear. Yeah.
0: I love it. We're having (laughs) a great Walking Dead universe year. And then we're going to lead into 2024 and the whole Rick and Michonne. I'm so excited (laughs) for that one. I just cannot wait. And also some big news. Emmys were announced and so many great shows, so many that I love and so many great performances. But there were Emmy nods to the past Walking Dead actors. Stephen Yun for Beef, John Bernthal for the Bear, and Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary. I'm so excited! And you, you uh, were telling me about another one that
1: we uh, missed initially. Yeah, we initially missed was Merritt Weaver in Tiny Beautiful Things. So that was awesome to see her name on the list, but I initially missed that. <laughs> yeah, because so. you have
0: an article. Yeah, out on that. So people mm-hmm. can go check that out. Undead Walking, Renee Hansen. Um, I'm just so excited for them. And those were all such, I haven't actually seen Abbott Elementary yet. Oh, So watch it. I know it's, everybody, okay. yeah, everybody keeps telling me that. And I, and I have it on my list. Mm-hmm. I have it on my list. I have it on my list. I, I, I do need to watch that. Uh, I did finish The Bear. Yeah. And I loved it. Oh, my gosh. The second season wasn't even up for nominations yet. So I can't wait till next year. Because Mm -hmm. that season two, episode six, with all those actors was so amazing to see all those people acting together. And it was very cool. So it was
1: a very powerful episode. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. So it's just
0: wonderful. It's great Mm -hmm. to see all of we feel like they're our actors, right? Because they start or not started, but some of them started or (laughs) or continuing on The Walking Dead, and then they went on to do other things. So it's always fun to see that. All right, so let's get into The Walking Dead, Dead City, season one, episode four. We're going to start off with episode four, and then we'll Mm -hmm. go into episode five. So in uh, episode four, everybody wins a prize. We see a flashback to Negan's time at the sanctuary where Simon seeks his help against the Croat. The group plans The group meaning Maggie, Negan, and the tribe's people plan to infiltrate the arena to rescue Herschel, but encounter unexpected obstacles. They battle hordes of walkers in the arena while Negan manipulates the Croat. The episode ends with Pearly betraying Negan in an unexpected twist. So what did you think overall on this episode?
1: It was my least favorite so far. I just... I really enjoyed the flashback because I was excited when there had been rumors that Stephen Oghead was on set. You know, you didn't know if he was directing or, you know, visiting or, you know, whatever, but we were all hoping for that flashback. So I did think that was very interesting. Um, And I love the Croats reaction to Negan. He, that was just, you know, like he was this child showing off for his dad, you know, (laughs) like, look at, I did, you know, and that that interaction was a lot of fun. Um, But a lot of it though, I just felt like it kind of fell kind of flat. You know, like some of the scenes, they were walking forever, you know, to get to the arena, you know, that kind of stuff, which didn't really, I mean, we're just we're, the time crunch that we have. I felt like that was wasted. They could have done something more in that time. So, you know, not a bad episode. I liked it, but it just was probably my least favorite so far. Yeah, you
0: know, as you're talking, I think I agree with you. I hadn't thought about it. I actually still really loved it, but when I was getting my notes together to talk about it, I had to try and remember what was it, which would happen <laughs> in that episode. So I had to refresh my memory on that one. I did love the flashback because it's always fun to revisit and see a backstory, and it was interesting because we were seeing Negan and Simon as these kind of okay dudes, right? And Mm -hmm. it's like, but back then when when we were seeing them on The Walking Dead, they were horrible guys. The Mm -hmm. way Simon treated the hilltop people, it was, I didn't like him in this. Mm -hmm. I did not like Simon at all on Mm -hmm. The Walking Dead. I'm like, when he was gone, I'm like, okay, good, bye. (laughs) (laughs) So it was interesting to see him. Here, where he's asking, I'm already delving into it instead of giving my overall uh, thoughts on it. Sorry, here I go. But <laughs> I have, I have feelings on it. So <laughs> it was good to see the flashback and good to just get, you know, a backstory on what happened. So I really appreciated that. And then I also really was anticipating what would happen between the Croat and Negan. So I, I, had that uh, feeling, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Are they going to meet up? What's their reaction going to be to each other? So I was really glad that they addressed that. At the same time, I felt that same intensity between Ginny and Maggie, because at this point, we didn't no, I don't think what Maggie had done. And we know Ginny is being able to view people without them seeing her. <laughs> so um, I'm just really excited about all those um, dynamics that we mm-hmm. get to see in this episode. Okay, so what was something that stood out to you in this episode? Was there a highlight or, or any big questions? What what did you think?
1: Well, I thought uh, I was really surprised that Pearly, as soon as Negan saved him, he was just like right back into martial mode, which I thought was like, dang, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that was that was a surprise. I thought that maybe he'd soften some or, you know, yeah. but he was right back at it. And so I, I was surprised with that. And I, and again, I just I just loved that, you know, Croat with his Negan yelling, Negan, you know, and <laughs> it was just I thought that was just that really stood out just because it was fun, you know, to see that.
0: Yes, that was both those things. Uh, I agree with you on that, because I thought he just saved you, Pearly, and then you do this. And then I thought, okay, that is another motivation that is in him. What is driving him? Mm-hmm. What is making him, you know, the need for him to do this and get this done. So I knew that would probably be more explored, because they would not have put that in there, if mm-hmm. you know, we for us to notice. So I like that, because it It's off guard to us, which is what we want. We don't want something predictable. Oh, you saved me. Now we're friends. No, it's more than that. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, more underlying issues that need to be dealt with. And so that enriches the characters and the dynamics and us wanting to watch Mm -hmm. because we are surprised by it. Also, the arena was empty when Maggie and the group got there, which I found, of course, at that moment, because we didn't know. Yeah, uh, watching just episode 4, why that was? It's like, what? Wait, he was ex- the crow and their people were expecting them. How could that be? What's mm-hmm. happening? I just really was confused by that part. Also, I don't know if you had any clarity, but I also was a little bit confused as to when Maggie got into that car, got out because she saw Ginny, and then Negan went to that car. I was confused as to what what they
1: were going to try and do. Yeah, because part of the plan, one of them, I guess I don't remember the one, when they first talked about the plan, someone was supposed to drive off in the car to do something. And I guess I don't remember what that was. Yeah, Yeah, me neither. (laughs) But but, yeah, it was very odd. I mean, obviously she got distracted by Jenny, but I, yeah, I still, and then nothing ever happened with all that. So I I don't know if we just missed something. Right. Yeah.
0: So oh my God, okay. I have to go back
1: and check it out again. <laughs> yeah. The other part that
0: was interesting was basically Negan enticing the Croat mm-hmm.
1: to come out with that whistle. Of Yes, his. that was cool. That scene was really neat because <laughs> he, I, I, he looked at that girl he was talking to that was doing the seat, the music and stuff. And he said, the Croat. So he goes, like, did you hear that? Like, I, I got the impression, does he hear that? Like in his brain, you know, does he just like hear it once in a while and question, you know, if it's real or not? Because he was totally and then his whole demeanor changed. He just bounced up like, you know, and just was so, you know, running off to find Negan, you know, and his reaction was just very crazy. But I think it's he looks at him like a father figure, you know, know. because he created him, you know what I mean? Like he saved him at his lowest and took care of him and did these things for him. And so I feel like he looks to him as a father figure as somebody he wants, because he he mimics him. I mean, his, his, all of his mannerisms and his showmanship that is straight Negan. Yes. And he is just like, here's the sanctuary 2.0. Negan, look what I did for you.
0: <laughs> yes. I, you know, I agree with you with how, how kid like he was and showing it off and, mm-hmm. I just thought that was interesting to see him in that in that way, because it just revealed some more about the Croat and how Mm -hmm. he feels about Negan. Yeah, like a little kid, I am showing you what I did. Look, look what you (laughs) taught me. And now I get to show you. See, Dad, I did it. I did this. I look at all that. Like you wanted him to join him, which I found interesting because he shot your ear off and tried to get rid of you. Yeah, and And and
1: he just said, oh, I have another ear. Like
0: it was no big deal. (laughs) Yeah, so you know this guy is off balance, which... It's fun because you just don't, don't know what he's going to do next. And so, you know, there was a lot of themes and, and some questions that we had. There's the morality in this apocalyptic world and crossing boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how do you define those limits and determine what actions are justified? And we see that so often with all of them. So did you see that anywhere? What what do you think about that? Well, one thing
1: that I, I question is... Simon yelling at the Croat about the kids. We don't kill kids. We don't kill kids. And it's like, wait a minute, because by the time we met you, which I understand where, where the flashback scene was before we met on the walking dead before we met the saviors, because we never saw the Croat. So we're assuming that was pre, you know, when we got, before we were introduced. So after that, at some point, Simon decided it was fine to kill kids because he was in charge of killing all the males 10 and over at Oceanside, and somebody killed that 16 year old at Hilltop because Jesus tells them when they come there, he's like, Yeah, the saviors, and they came and they beat this kid to death. And at that time, that was still, you know, I don't think he actually said Negan, but he said something, you know, but they all called, I'm Negan, they're all Negan, you know, kind of thing. So I don't believe that Negan did it, but did Simon do it? You know, because he was so just the way he was with those groups when he met them, just like with Jadis and what he did there yes. at the and that kind of thing. But I just wonder what changed in him to where he told the crowd, "No kids, we don't kill the kids." And then all of a sudden, that's yeah, you know, like okay, it's good now. So yeah, what changed with him? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that was I thought that was yeah a very interesting thing that we probably will never know the answer to. You know, but it's uh it would it would be interesting to know why Simon when he had that change and what changed it. So yeah. I thought that was, yeah. And then, um, Maggie, um, you know, hiding Ginny being there on the Island, you know, she's a little girl th- is not safe. I mean, if one of the Barazi gets her, who knows what they do to her, you know, she'd be, you know, locked up with Herschel or whatever, you know? So, you know, it was like, so you're saving your child, but you're going to put this child in danger, you know? And so the, you know, those just, I mean, I understand she's the mom, she's got her child on her focus, but, here's another child and you're just going to let her roam the streets and not let Megan know she's there, you know, but we will learn that it's selfish reasons why she does that, you know, (laughs) because it would ruin her plan. Yeah. At this point, we haven't seen the next
0: episode. So (laughs) I was going to say something, but I'll wait till we get there. So uh, just watching the dynamics of all of them. Oh, it was so good. It's so good to watch all of that. I thought that, um, yeah, where 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 is that boundary, and when you know when are you abiding by that, and mm-hmm. when are you not? Because of everything you like, you said that happened at Hilltop, and just the way they treated people, and like I had mentioned previously, how Negan treated women, mm-hmm. also is so I, it's a little bit confusing to me, and I think um, they they had a character personality shift at some point, yeah. but <laughs> I don't know when. Yeah, But uh, I'm glad for Negan at this point. But yeah, we we just see a different, um, a different Negan and a different Simon in this uh, flashback. And then, you know, Negan is still trying to find redemption. Mm -hmm. Because would Negan have saved Pearly if this was back in his sanctuary mode. I don't know. He would, it, It to me, it would seem like he was out for himself. So mm-hmm. I think he is trying to be a better person and we do see him changing. We mm-hmm. just do. I, yeah. I, the way he has cared for Ginny in this, I think along the way, Negan has refound himself mm-hmm. because I think what happened was after with him and his wife, Lucille, her passing away, I think it just left him broken. Mm-hmm. And so when we saw him, on The Walking Dead, at the sanctuary, he was that broken man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And then when he was in prison, when they imprisoned him, when Rick Mm -hmm. had taken him and said, No, we're not killing him, we're putting him here. And they kept him for all those years. Uh, That piece of him died within Mm -hmm. him, and he was reborn. And of course, that is when Judith was visiting him. Mm -hmm. And he had Carl also so I think they re-inspired him, reinvigorated him. I don't know, just something, he found something in them. And mm-hmm. I think he already cared for kids because he was yeah. a gym teacher. Yeah. But again, something happened to him. The world had collapsed. And, uh, and so I just, I love seeing that Negan has evolved through all the seasons. And so mm-hmm. I think he really is trying to redeem himself. And we do see him being a better person now. But the question is, will Maggie see it too? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which we'll keep exploring on that. And yeah, the whole Maggie and Ginny thing, i just that intensity between all of them. The fact that Ginny doesn't talk actually works in um, the dead city's favor, I think, because you don't really know what she's thinking. Mm -hmm. And she looks at Maggie, and then Maggie always has these looks on her face that feel like so much emotion and so much thought is going behind it, which I really give credit to Lauren Cohan for, mm-hmm. for her, her portrayals, because I think she's so good at that you can see her wheels turning. But we just don't know because the words aren't <laughs> coming out yet. So we're like, what is she thinking? What is she doing? So I love seeing all that. So I think mm-hmm. that that's great. All right, so let's head into Episode 5, Stories We Tell Ourselves. So Maggie, Ginny, Tommaso, and Amaya navigate the challenging tunnels. (laughs) Negan forms a connection with Pearlie, implying a shift in their dynamic. Maggie confronts Tommaso, leading to a tragic outcome. And then Maggie reveals the truth to Ginny about Negan's role, or does she? So... We'll find out more about that. We'll talk more about that. And then a gripping battle with a terrified infused walker unfolds. And the introduction of the Dama raises questions about Negan's role. Man, this episode <laughs> concludes with Maggie, Ginny, and Negan facing uncertain futures.
1: So what did you think of this episode? This one I loved. I thought this was a very good episode. I'm not sure I it's probably probably my second best one, I think. I it was, you know, just The first one was so good. That's kind of my top one. But this I think this might be number two, um, depending on the finale. But um, I thought it was really well done. Um, I love the fact that they included that Walker King in there because, you know, they didn't need to worry about variants and this and that. They showed us a new undead in a completely different. I mean, just yeah.
0: (laughs) I got chills, Renee. I got chills, man.
1: It just yeah. So I thought that was fabulous. I just I love Mahina Napoleon is the girl who plays Jenny, and she is such an actress. You know, I don't know for sure how old she is, but obviously she's young. But she has done such a phenomenal job with expressing her emotions without saying a word. I mean, know what she's hard. Know what she's exactly, especially for a young actress. You know, you you know, you've got some talent there to be that young and to be able to convey those. And very well, like you knew when she was angry with Maggie, you knew when she's scared, you knew when she, you know, I mean, she just does such a great job. And so, I really enjoyed Jenny in this one, just seeing all the emotions she was going through and, um, you know, just how she reacted to things. So, I thought that was really neat, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, you are so right about that. Oh my gosh. So, I want to say what surprised me. In this episode was the Croat and the Dama, their relationship, which we can talk about in just a few minutes. But that surprised me. It really did. Mm-hmm. I thought, what? We'll get into that. <laughs> and then the fact that Ginny wrote,
1: uh, oh. you are a liar. <laughs> like, <That's> what? <laughs> Another way she conveys it without saying the word. I mean, how much exactly. written in blood?
0: <laughs> and also, Pearly Ann Negan. I love so much about them and their mm-hmm. dynamic. I got I'm very excited and yes, I agree with you. This was a really exciting episode. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this because I was scared and afraid in the tunnels. There was just something so scary about being amongst all these walkers, even though they're all Mm -hmm. dead, most of them are dead, you don't know if they're all Mm -hmm. dead, they could be sleeping right now, that (laughs) dormant Mm -hmm. uh, part of them. So that would freak me out. And just being in that tunnel, I just felt so not claustrophobic, but in a way claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. And so I thought that that whole segment was just scary for all of us to experience with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was just really great. All right. So there were, there were themes of guilt, regret, identity, self-perception and trust. How did those appear for you? Or does anything stick out when I say
1: those words? I guess like, yeah, Pearlie and Negan, I was really intrigued by all that. And the thing, you know, I think they're coming to understand each other a little bit and things. And so I thought that was really interesting to watch that unfold. And I want to I go back and, and really pay attention to that conversation with them again in the bus because you know, it was, there was a lot to that. We learned a lot about, you know, pearly in there, which was good information. So I want to, I want to rewatch that again, just to get some more because I, you know, I'm thinking then the finale is going to give us, you know, then we're going to see some hopefully resolution to some of this or whatever. But yeah, I think it was just really interesting to see the two of them, you know, Megan's still trying to help him and, you know, he still has his goal of getting it, you know, <laughs> so yes. I thought, like, just a really neat dynamic between those two and to watch that unfold. So I
0: just really appreciated seeing them too, finding out more about them. We understand what Pearlie intends to do, that he used to work there and mm-hmm. how he's going to uh, use the docks because mm-hmm. Negan says there are no boats. We can't mm-hmm. get out. And he's all, no, 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 no. I used to work here. <laughs> I know how this works. a no plan. And then it was funny because Negan says, yeah, I used to work for, um, you know, I used to work for the county or the city. Yeah, state or too. yeah, yeah state. the state. I used to work for the state also. So uh, that was just there already. He was uh, bonding with him in that. And then we see that he's, t- you know, he tells him, come on, man, what's your deal? You know, why are you doing this to me? And mm-hmm. then he does reveal to Pearlie what happened and why mm-hmm. he did what he did. And so then Pearlie puts that because he probably doesn't know why he did. it. He just finds the magistrate, I think he says, uh, mm-hmm. dead. And so now he gets a little bit of backstory of what they did to his wife and why he did it. He just didn't do it to be a bad guy. He mm-hmm. did it because he was protecting her, <laughs> he was <laughs> or, you protecting know, defending her, her or exactly. whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, and then, of course, Pearlie isn't having it. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I got to get rid of this guy. But then he sees him hurt. and He can't go mm-hmm. any further. And he helps him. Mm-hmm. This is such <laughs> a new Negan. And yeah. I love that dynamic of them mm-hmm. doing that. And, of course, they get to the bus. And that's when they have that conversation mm-hmm. with each other. And so much more is revealed. and And that is when we see identity, the guilt mm-hmm. that you have and i love it because the um title of this and he says it there mm-hmm. is uh, the stories we tell ourselves right mm-hmm. is it like we make something to to be a certain way in our head to justify what we do mm-hmm. and then something along the way gives us our own clarity and and then it changes our perception because he felt differently about his brother the way he did initially when things were petty or things mm-hmm. were however they were. And then when people are dying and when we're in this apocalyptic world, none of that stuff matters, man. Mm-hmm. So that's why they say don't sweat the small stuff. Like, why? Why worry about that? You know, concentrate. Don't have, um, frustrations or, or, um, built up anger toward people that you care about, you got to let that go. You're going to lose out on a relationship if you hold on to that stuff. Mm -hmm. So and then also we saw self perception with uh, Maggie, too, because she has to look at herself, because Ginny is showing her what she sees. And Maggie's portraying herself a certain way. And I do want to say, Maggie is trying to protect her child. Mm-hmm. If you have children, you will do anything <laughs> for them, right? And yep. I, I do want to talk about, I'm jumping a little bit ahead toward the end here. But when Maggie, we see that flashback when the Croat gives Maggie that the wanted poster. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I don't know, to me that lifted a little bit of what Maggie was doing. Because if someone said, here, you need to give me Negan for you to get your son back. Well, of course, I'm going to go and, and and I already hate Negan because he killed mm-hmm. my husband. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to try and trade him for my son. But I also and I'm getting into predictions already and I'm <laughs> ha- r- pushing ahead. But I somehow think even if Maggie goes through with this, she's still not going to let him go because I think something will will make her not let that be. Just like Negan couldn't leave Pearlie, I'm Mm -hmm. thinking if this moves forward that Maggie's not going to be able to leave Negan there. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I don't know. Glenn wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that a part of Glenn would be in a part of Maggie (laughs) or a part of Herschel. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's going to pan out. I, I did want to talk about the Croat and Dama a little bit. What did you think of them?
1: So you know, we knew she was going to be, you know, they announced that Lisa Emery, you know, she was on Ozark and things and she was a very bad gal on Ozark. So I was excited to see, you know, how she would be in this series and then to be, you know, like there was on one of the teaser trailers or whatever, you saw that she was talking to the croat, like they were to, you know, like they were a team or something, you know? So I was excited that she was going to be a bad guy person, you know? And so, um, but I thought it was interesting because it kind of sounds like on one hand that is she in charge, but then at the same time, He's saying we, we, we. So are they on the evening play? You know, are they like even playing ground kind of thing? Or is she in charge because he came to her with the news that Negan, you know, was that he didn't get Negan because. And I think, you know, he was shocked because I think he thought Negan would just come with him. Like he, the Negan he knew. And then once he saw Negan rescue Pearlie, he's like, what are you doing, Negan? You know, he was like, this is not, you know. And then he realized we are not on the same page anymore. And so I think he was very, you know, disappointed. And that's, you know, like where he kind of, beaten on the car in the car and got just yelling in the car because you know that did not go how he wanted it to and so my question is who is she you know why does she want me obviously she knows something about Negan I mean you know it seems more than just what the croat would have told her I feel like there's more there one person on uh, Twitter had a wonderful uh, twist to that story she said what if she turned out to be Lucille's mom (laughs) So his why yeah, I thought, wouldn't that be cool? So, I just, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I just thought that was awesome. I was like, I wouldn't have even thought of that, but that was really cool. So yeah. yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, so I
0: just mouthed, oh my God, that's why Renee had that reaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, oh man. Yeah, because I was shocked that the Croat Was so humble Mm. to her because he comes off as this leader, as this bad guy, um, as this villain. And then the, it's kind of switched when he was with in front of Negan, because then we saw uh, sort of that dynamic shift because it almost seemed like he was, you know, wanting to join in with Negan, but then you would have to be second again because Mm -hmm. Negan's not going to come in as partners with Mm you. And then when he went to her, again, he felt subservient. He was beneath her. Mm -hmm. She was the leader. He was second in charge. And so that that shift was shocking to me Mm -hmm. and how he has to kiss her hand or Mm -hmm. put his himself at her, bow to her. And yeah, who is she? And and why does she want? What does she want with Negan? So there has to be something more to that. Yeah, it can't just be, oh, I talked about him. He's great. Now you have to meet him. There has to be something that he has or
1: is or
0: something. I (laughs) don't know.
1: I think she's had an interaction with him at some point or something or somebody she knows or something. But I didn't get the impression they want to kill him. They just want him yeah. to be or do something. So, yeah, it's just very uh, like cryptic. You know, like, we're going to find like, you know, Obviously, the finale is coming up. So, hopefully, there's not a super cliffhanger where we don't know. I mean, I don't know because they haven't announced a second season yet. They've It's been talked about, but AMC hasn't said for sure. So... I, hope I <laughs>
0: would imagine it would be, but who knows? Yeah. I, aren't they filming season two of Daryl Dixon already?
1: Yeah, they have been. Yes, but they haven't announced it. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. just very strange. So maybe I don't, you know, again, I don't know what the parameters are at comic-con. We'll see what they are permitted to announce or oh, whatever. Yeah. So. yeah.
0: True. Oh my gosh. I do want to bring up trust
1: in this mm-hmm. also, because
0: with Amaya and Tomaso, mm-hmm. who were great characters in this first five episodes that we saw. You didn't know where Tommaso was coming from. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that that was really great to see Maggie figuring things out too, and how it wasn't revealed. It wasn't totally evident to all of us, what she was picking up on, which I love that, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're like, why is Maggie giving this look? Why Mm -hmm. is her wheels turning? What's happening? Mm -hmm. And then when she tells them, do you want me to, um, Reveal it, or yeah. do you want to? And then she just says what he does, and of course, then Amaya is devastated because mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh my God, you're my, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're my guy, and you're yeah. doing all this, and you don't believe in our mission, what we're doing here, and you're giving it all up." But at, at the end, it ended up that Tomaso really was doing it for Amaya, which mm-hmm. Maggie then realized because she thought he was out for himself, right? And then in his dying words, he wasn't. So it was kind of really nice to see those characters. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And just, you know, dealing with trust. Yeah. I was just really sad that we lost both of those characters because I liked them very much. You know, I think, I don't know, it seems like that's what they do anymore in The Walking Dead. They introduce these people, then they get rid of them really fast. <laughs> and so, you know, like Fear of the Walking Dead does it every episode. They introduce people and they're dead. But yeah, so I was really sad to lose all the, you know, the, the, the a lot of the tribes people because I was really excited about what they, you know, the, you know, what yeah the future they could have or something so yeah I was right. sad to lose them but yeah it was a very interesting story um and uh yeah and it was a surprise yeah like you said you didn't you know really catch on you kind of yeah in this episode he acted a little different like you know but, but prior to that I didn't really think anything I didn't suspect him of anything <laughs>
0: yeah okay did you
1: have any other thoughts or tidbits on this episode I, well, the one thing, yeah, I was going to mention was I loved the throwback, uh, the little callback to season one with the don't open dead inside on the when Megan oh. that <laughs> I thought yeah. that was pretty funny that they had that. And they, then this time it was, you know, done correctly. So people had not dead open, you know, because <laughs> no one could read the other one. They didn't realize how to read that properly. So this was like correcting that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I want to just um,
0: briefly ask you your, your thoughts on. Maggie's oxygen, how she wasn't taking it and it kept making her weaker and weaker. I'm like, why isn't she taking it? Why isn't she taking it? But she did say to Ginny, I want to make sure you have enough to get Mm -hmm. on the way back. Mm -hmm. So I I thought that that was interesting because I couldn't figure out. I thought if you can't even stand up and you can't fight against these walkers, how are you ever going to get Herschel out of here? Mm -hmm. So I was
1: really curious about yeah, I don't, I didn't understand that because, you know, they're she, at this point then it's just the two of them. So Maggie's, I mean, Ginny's not going to do anything. So Maggie's in control, you know, she doesn't yeah. have, you know, anybody else to help protect her. So yeah, it was very strange that she would just keep doing that. And we kept seeing where she was getting, you know, that, you know, distorted vision and all those things. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I didn't quite understand what she thought. I mean, I understand she's trying to protect Jenny, but at the same time, you're like you said, she's getting weaker and, and not going to be a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. It's so. like
0: when you're on an airplane, right? Oxygen first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on yourself first. Pickers
1: first, then help yes. somebody else. Yes, yes exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, also, Ginny writing liar on there. Mm-hmm. We didn't know why that happened. And then at the end, we do see that she was you know, around the bricks looking around and she goes up to uh, the top and sees the grains there.
1: Mm-hmm. So did Maggie actually say all the grains were already taken? Mm-hmm. Yep. She said that he, he, even in this episode, I believe she said he took yeah. all of our grain, which was our whole harvest, something like that. Yes. And then he was yes. coming back for more. So yeah. yeah, she did tell her that. Well, yeah, he did mm-hmm. say he's coming back for more, but she could have been hiding it, but still yeah. she didn't tell her. I mean, it the was whole full. Truth. Yeah, yeah, it was full though. That grain bin was Oh, so it wasn't like, you know, yeah. (laughs) So I think that was just,
0: (sighs) yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh man. Where does this put you? Okay. Well, and then um, at the very end, I want to know why did Ginny do the flare gun? Was she trying to send a signal to Negan, but everybody else is going to see it too. So
1: Mm -hmm. I think I imagine it's a tactic. He taught her. Ah, and I, that's what I thought. I thought, okay, Negan has told her this that if you ever get parted from me, that's what you do. And that was just the first thing that popped into my head because he would be, he would think of that, you know, just by where he's from and what he does, and so, or you know, how he's always been. So I just felt like he, you know, that was maybe something he taught her. So I well, he did teach her that whistle, but he might not be close enough to hear her, yet. right? And so maybe that was
0: the thing. If we get too far apart, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so some really quick mentions is I want to say that I, again, I loved all the New York City landscape. Mm-hmm. It's just so cool to see the streets this way, the way that the set designers have mm-hmm. have uh, done their work on Dead City has just been amazing. And also the intro to all of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I set it up for recording to watch, even though I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. On Sunday at nine. Sometimes I sit down at nine fifteen or whatever it is because mm-hmm. I am watching it at that time. But I sometimes will watch it on my um, recording. Mm-hmm. And so we're watching it. And then one time I wanted to get to the start of it, so I started to fast forward. My husband's all, "Oh, I like the beginning." I'm like, "You're yeah. right. I do too." <laughs> yeah. So the, yeah. the next episode, we I waited. and He says, "Well, you could fast forward." I'm like, "No, I do <laughs> like watching it because it's just <laughs> cool to see it." Just yeah. Like, there's so much
1: going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, if um Did you see the um episode Insider with uh Eli Jornet, who's the showrunner? Like it yes. airs at the end of the episode. Yes, yes and I do. I loved, I liked, if anyone didn't watch that, you should go back and watch it because of how he explained the yeah. Walker King and how they did that and his idea he'd had that years ago. And so I thought it was really interesting that he was saving that up for something good. I'm so glad they saved it for Dead City because it was, it just fits, you know what I mean? It's just perfect. Yeah they used that. And then uh, they there were some behind the scenes uh, images that have uh, circulated on, on social media of the people in the green costume and you know, yes. all that, manipulating the arms and the other heads and all that right. stuff. It's just, yeah, it was just, I, I thought that was amazing.
0: <laughs> yes, And we had seen in the trailers everybody had kind of seen mm-hmm. what it looked like but here it was scary as the heads were like coming <laughs> off and
1: out. out yes she <laughs> killed one it was like another one popped out yeah oh, so that crap. was uh That's pretty intense <laughs>
0: yeah, love that monster
1: okay so tell
0: me out we are at our segment and the award goes to so i would love to know what was your favorite quote
1: character or moment well, I was, you know, of course the Walker King was pretty amazing, but I really just, I, the Jenny putting liar on the wall that just, it was so, I don't know, man. It was just, like I said, I was just so, so impressed with her and her acting without speaking kind of thing. And that was just such a, you know, just giant and they on the wall in blood, you know, and I yeah. just thought it was, I, I just really, I don't know, it just made an impression on me for some yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, the this
0: Walker King Walker, whatever we're calling it, that was just so amazing. So so well done. I think it just added that, that for me during the trailers, you know, had me excited. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't wait to watch this. Look at the walkers. Because initially, that's what a lot of people had tuned in for, right? You want to mm-hmm. see these zombies. Mm-hmm. And so you want to see what's happening with them or, or, you know, and and so that was very cool. But also for me was Pearly on the bus. Mm-hmm. It just moved me. I was gripped by his story. Yeah. I was so I felt so bad for him. I loved that story. I just it really really moved me and it and, and that's probably why this ma- makes this episode one of my favorites. And you know, I just I'm looking forward to um I'm getting into our our hopes and our predictions mm-hmm. for the finale, but um I really hope that I I think that him and Negan will have a new dynamic, a new sort of friendship. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, I think this has shifted his, um, you know, his perception Mm. and and his, how he will move forward in this. But I just really love these heartfelt conversations. That Mm -hmm. is what, why I love to watch it and what I love to hear. So that is, that is my favorite. So do you have any predictions or hopes for the finale? You know, prediction
1: wise, a lot of times I, I, I'm not often right, but I usually have some, but this series, I am just not sure where this is going. I really am like, what is going to happen? So I'm very perplexed as to how this, is. you know, like, you know, you know, I think Maggie, I think her betraying Negan was unnecessary because I think he would have done it willingly. I think he would be like, yeah, I'll, I'll sacrifice myself for Herschel. You know I mean? It, it made the story more interesting for sure. But you know, I, I just think Negan is, you know, it's it's a kid, he's going, you know, he knows he can stand up for himself, you know, but this kid, he's just a little kid, you know, and that kind of thing. And so, yeah, I it'll be interesting, because the trailer for this next yeah. episode, he says something like, I'm not the man you think I am Maggie. So what that is, I don't know, because they always throw us a loop. And you think it's one thing, and it's something else. So is he, you know, like, is he trying to Force her to trade him. I don't know. You know what I mean. I don't know what it is, or if is he just really, you know, doing some crazy reverting back to old Megan thing. I don't know. But yeah, I'm really at a loss. But I just hope that we get some, you know, closure, and not just a huge bunch of cliffhangers that we don't <laughs> won't know when we're, you know, it's gonna be forever before we find out. <laughs> Well, I'm hoping that
0: it's hard because you're right, because they didn't know at this point, are is this mm-hmm. going to be well received? Are we going to have season two? What's going to happen? So I think they are going to wrap it up, but leave it open. To yeah. you. So how are you going to do that? <laughs> As we're talking and, and thinking about all this, I, it makes me feel that I don't think like you said, that they will kill Negan because I think they have a purpose for him. So it makes me think that Maggie will get Herschel back mm-hmm. and maybe Negan will be not, you have to go with, you know, I don't know if he'll be their prisoner or whatever he'll be, mm-hmm. but I think he'll be with them. And I just think that would lead into a great season too, right? He's mm-hmm. not hurt. We know he's yeah. not going to die or yeah. not immediately, but I, I don't know, or do they all get away? Because of course, that's what we all want, right? We want again mm-hmm. Maggie, Herschel, Ginny,
1: <laughs> and Pearlie to yeah. make it all out together. So, yeah, because I really hope Pearlie doesn't die. Because I want to know more about New Babylon. I want to know more about him. I want to know all these things that could be, you know, un, you know, unveiled in a second season. Because I yeah. think he's a fascinating character. So I'm hoping he doesn't get killed.
0: Yeah, he is a fascinating. Like two mm-hmm. times already, he has move me, I just, I'm adoring mm-hmm. this actor, because yeah. there has been several moments in this, that have just really captured me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm really <laughs> liking you. You, you know, if nothing bad happens to you You have to keep, you know, they have to keep you as this character. You're so good. Something as you were talking made me think also, it could be that they they killed a Croat, and mm-hmm. they all escape. And then that makes also this woman, the Dama, mm-hmm. maybe she would come back. Yeah for season two. So that maybe hopefully Mm -hmm. I would like that. (laughs) That's what I think I am hoping will happen here. Okay. I think uh, any last words or we're good. I think that's good. (laughs) All right. Well, that wraps up our conversation on dead city. I can't wait for the finale and to break it down with you, Renee. I know. (laughs) I would love to know if you have any other
1: TV or movie recommendations. Well, per your recommendation, we started watching Hijack and we, I was so disappointed when we got to the last episode. I was like, that was it. We got to wait till next week. (laughs) But if you haven't watched Hijack on Apple, Apple TV, right? That was, yeah. Uh, Watch that because it, yeah, like you said, it is so good. It's just like, you're hanging on, you're just waiting, waiting, waiting. And it feels, it feels like a movie to me. I feel like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just very well done. And so that one's really good. And then another one that's actually on Apple TV, too, is called The Last Thing He Told Me. I don't know if I mentioned this one before. Jennifer Garner's in it. Um, uh, Aisha Tyler stars in it, who has been on Fear the Walking Dead, and she's directed, yeah, and then Josh Hamilton, too. And so, yeah, we're not not quite finished with it, but, like, I forget, episode four or five, maybe. But anyway, it's very, very good. I, I really enjoy it a lot. So I'm excited to find out what happens. And then of course, I'm still plugging through Outlander, which I just I'm on over halfway through season two now. And I just I love it so much. (laughs) I love that.
0: I love that you're watching hijack. I just watched the latest episode last night. Mm -hmm. And so oh man, I just like, ah, that's so good. (laughs) And they have the greatest music
1: in it at that, the it's end.
0: Just... <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. So, please, everybody, check that out. And I did watch the other movie. Mm-hmm. The- that or other TV series with Jennifer yeah. Garner that you had mentioned too. And I had mentioned already, I finished the bear season, two, yes. which oh, I so which you <laughs> had said, you should watch the bear. Other people had told me watch the bear also, but uh, and I'm finished with that. And I, and I am loving it. I'm so glad because it has so many Emmy nominations. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just been great. It's a great show. I did wa- start watching full circle and this is on max, which mm-hmm. was HBO. And it's a Steven a Soderbergh TV series. It's, it's interesting. I, I'm i not sure about it yet. I'm liking it. It's intriguing, but it's almost like one of those series where you're not sure where it's going. Mm. I'm going to read something, and I did not write this. I took it from somewhere else because it was hard for me to um explain what happens in these two episodes. But this is what it says. An investigation into a botched kidnapping uncovers long-held secrets connecting multiple characters and cultures in present-day New York City. Mm. So... Yeah, that that's mm-hmm. those are the best words that I can share with you about that. So, it's I'm going to continue. Mm-hmm. And um but uh yeah, we'll see where it goes. So, yeah. it's a it's a crime drama mm-hmm. type of series. So, and for movies, I went and saw Mission Impossible <laughs> Dead Reckoning Part 1. <laughs> I, these Tom Cruise movies are just so good. You know, it's it, the production value in all of this, the stunts, and just Tom Cruise running. It's so funny. My my son asked me, "So how's his running in this one?" And I'm like, "What? <laughs> what? Which running? Any running, Mom? That's what he's known for." And I said, "Yes, <laughs> he is known for his running, and yes, he runs, and he runs good, and he's running all over the place." So it, it's it's a. Did you watch it by chance? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Anyway, it's only part one. So we got to wait for part two, <laughs> but it's really well done. Mm-hmm. It's a Mission Impossible. So, um, uh, you know, I like that there's a lot of female characters in this yeah. that are very powerful. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I really appreciated seeing the women in this whole franchise of Mission Impossible. So I love that. And I want to tell you, because you and I had talked about They Live, mm-hmm. when we were talking about fights in. Uh, the question of the day. So I inspired my husband to, to get. he loves to watch movies and DVDs. So he actually bought it because <laughs> I had told him and he bought it. We And I I thought, well, I saw it way back when. Yeah. Let me check it out again. So we watched it. It was our Saturday night movie. And it was interesting. My other son walked by and said, oh, I really like this movie. I'm like, you've seen this movie? <laughs> it's from 1988. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> I like it. And I said, so we sat down and watched it. And I barely remember the, it's with Roddy Piper and Keith mm-hmm, David. Yeah. It was so good. It was. It's a John Carpenter. <laughs> film. Yeah. It was so good. I remember the parts about the aliens faces. That's what stuck out to me and what I remembered. But the pieces of the story being put together, mm-hmm. was were, were, were just this is such a good movie. And <laughs> I was reading how it has to do with like capitalism. Mm, Basically, like these aliens, yeah, and capitalism that, oh. that represents that. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then also both of my sons had had watched Flamin, uh, Flamin Hot, mm-hmm. that movie, and it's on Hulu. And it's about Richard Montañas, the son of a Mexican immigrant who was a janitor. And uh, he works at Frito-Lay and he comes up with the flavor for Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Now there is controversy about if he really is the person who did it. But this um, is his story. You know, his, this is what his story is. And Eva Longoria mm-hmm. uh, produced this and directed this movie. Oh, so she says we are telling it from his perspective. It's funny. It's a funny um, film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's, it's fun in that way. And it's short, I think it's only 90 minutes. So mm-hmm, exactly. I would uh, recommend yeah. people to check that out. Yeah, so it's really fun.
1: Do you have plans to see Barbie or Oppenheimer or both? <laughs> I okay, because everybody's doing yes. uh, Barbie-heimer, uh, double Heiner, yeah, yeah <laughs> double feature. I
0: do have plans to watch Barbie. I would like to watch Oppenheimer, but I don't know when I will do that. So Mm -hmm. it is a Christopher Nolan film. So I'm sure it's and all the actors in it. Come on. It's amazing. But I have dates for Barbie. I have Mm -hmm. my son's girlfriends and, uh, you know, other women that I'm going with women to watch this. I think, who knows, Mm -hmm. maybe my sons (laughs) or somebody will join me. Are you guys dressing up?
1: Oh, I hadn't thought about it. I well, don't know. Why is that's that the, the thing? Oh, that's the thing. Yeah. Everybody's dressing up like their Barbie or Ken or some, or, you know, whatever. My, my daughter's going to Orlando with her cousins and they're all dressing up and she's dyed her hair. She's done everything. I just can't wait to see her all together. She's made oh. her costume. She's playing, she's going as Alan, who is Ken's buddy or something like that. And yeah. So. That's, <laughs> but that's- Fun. Yeah. No, I'm probably not dressing <laughs> up. I don't know.
0: But um, that is fun. That's yeah. super fun. And yes, I'm I am excited for it. And I have a feeling it's gonna do really I good. Know. I was looking already to buy tickets and a lot of things are sold out. So yeah. anyway, yeah. that'll be fun. Yes. All, all <laughs> right, Renee. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh coming and joining us today.
1: And um, I look forward to our discussion on the finale. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I love it so much. We have just great conversations. I really enjoy it. Thank you. Me too.
0: (laughs) All right. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something that we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our website screensandfocus.com and tell a friend we would love more members of our TV club. The next episode will be on Mayan's MC season five finale. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm sad too that it's ending, but check that out. Uh, You can also check out my weekly Facebook lives on What to Watch This Week, and you can find it all listed on our website, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye!